praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. We give God all the glory for another opportunity to learn at His feet. And uh, we celebrate His Majesty for the past uh, sessions we have had. We give Him all the praises, honor, and adoration for all the revelation, everything He has revealed to us. And now He has actually helped us to walk in the light of His knowledge. May His name forever be praised in Jesus' name. So I want to specially welcome you to um, yet another fresh episode of Freedom Podcast, uh, the official podcast of the Global Emancipation Ministries Calgary. I want to give God all the glory for your lives, for uh, being a partaker of this wonderful uh, blessing. And it's my prayer that as you listen to today's episode, that the Lord will bless you mightily. It will cause His light to shine in every area of your life. And uh, you will have wonderful testimonies to record in the mighty name of Jesus. Uh, the, the way the Lord has been dealing with us in this uh, podcast, the Lord has been revealing wonderful things to us and He has been giving us practical steps to apply all these truths so that we can actually see for ourselves that these things are not just theoretical, you know, what we're talking about here is not just religion, it's not just uh, one Bible study somewhere. This is a matter of uh, understanding scriptural principles, spiritual principles that can actually bring about physical manifestations. I mean, there's something you can apply and you can see the results in your lives. And uh, this episode represents another opportunity to uh, learn more to add to some of these spiritual principles so that we can begin to enjoy the freedom God actually ordained for us in every area of our lives and that's going to be our experience by the time this episode is over we'll look back and we'll be able to like say oh the Lord has actually added unto me and that's going to be our testimony so before we go on in this uh, week's episode I would like us to just take a short word of prayer um, yeah before we continue let us pray our Father and our God, we thank you for who you are. We appreciate your holy name for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. Thanks for your loving kindness. We thank you so much because if you have not kept us alive till now, there's no way we'll be here talking. We thank you for preserving our lives, our family members. Thank you so much for the revelation of your word. Thanks for everything you have revealed to us in time past. Thank you for also holding our hands and empowering us to walk in the knowledge of your truth. We celebrate your majesty. Accept our thanks in the name of Jesus. I thank you for my listeners. Thank you for uh, doing wonderful things in their lives. Thanks for the testimonies we are hearing concerning them. And thank you so much for this particular episode because I know you will prepare their hearts. You will make their hearts fertile soil to receive the implantation of your word. And we thank you because these ones will bear fruits even in hundred folds in the mighty name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, we pray that you will give us understanding. You open up scriptures and cause us to understand the concepts that you want to teach us today. So by the time this episode is over, we'll look back and offer the cause to glorify your name. Thank you so much for always answering our prayers. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. So, uh, once again, I welcome you to this week's episode of Freedom Podcast. And um, today we'll be talking about a very, very important principle. It's a principle, uh, it's a scriptural principle, it's a spiritual principle. And um, uh, we encourage us to pay right attention, to grasp the implication of these principles towards application so that we can begin to see the results in our lives. The principle is called the resurgence principle. We'll be considering a topic and the topic is uh, the topic is the resurgence principle that's bouncing back from challenging seasons. We are considering the resurgence principle 
that is bouncing back from challenging seasons i'm going to be taking a text from psalm 125 verse 1 psalm 125 verse 1 and um, before i take the text uh we i would like to quickly remind us i know i know we we may know already but it's, it doesn't hurt to remind us that this world we live in this particular planet runs on principles okay there are principles guiding everything happening on planet earth if there is no principle at work there's going to be a clash between the sun and the moon if there is no principle certain things will not happen if there's no principle you you will be having issue with winter fighting with summer because there will not be principle but everything operates on principle for instance planes fly by principle there are certain aerodynamic principles that enable aeroplanes to fly there are certain principles that enables i mean that enable water water to flow there are certain um, fluid dynamics that guides flow flow the flowing of water all these principles are there and it's because these principles are operational that's why uh, things are in order the moment these principles go against one another maybe certain things are no longer happening then you record what you call natural disaster you begin to have issues certain things begin to happen now if physical principles are this wonderful if airplanes fly based on principles water flow based on principle the ship can sail on large seas based on principles don't you think spiritual principles will even be much more effective definitely because the spiritual controls the physical if all these physical principles are working and we we are you know we are relating with them we can we can decide to board the plane and sit down on that plane because we know the plane will fly if if you know the plane will not fly you won't sit down there it's going to fly you know it's going to fly you don't know how it flies but you know it must fly because certain principles are in place so if those principles are actually there and they're happening we're flying from one place to the other then definitely we should have much confidence much more confidence in spiritual principles okay so the physical principles working is a sign it's a kind of a pointer to the fact that if we can connect our lives to spiritual principles certain things we just take care of themselves on their own because all our lives everything about our existence they all run on principles so we are considering one of such spiritual principles which is what i've already told you the resurgence principle and to you know give you a little bit understanding of it as bouncing back from challenging season there is a principle responsible for bouncing back from challenging seasons so let's take our text our text is psalm 125 verse 1 I'll be reading from the King James Version. Psalm 125 verse 1. I read, They that trust in the Lord shall be as Mount Zion, which cannot be removed, but abideth forever. I take it again. They that trust in the Lord shall be as Mount Zion, which cannot be removed, but abideth forever. Some other, uh, some other translations render is that those who put their trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, unmoved by any circumstance. So they that trust in the Lord shall be. They are compared to mountain Zion. There's a mount. There's a mountain called Mount Zion. It's a mountain. 
those who trust in the Lord are compared to that mountain which cannot be removed but abided forever. Hallelujah. Now, we're going to take this particular episode in parts to so that we can have some understanding of what we're talking about. Now, a quick look, a very quick look at this particular psalm, this text. It started by saying, They that trust in the Lord. That suggests something very, very quickly. Meaning there are two categories of people on earth. At least two categories of people exist on this planet. They that trust in the Lord, category one. And they that do not trust in the Lord, category two. So if the Bible said they that trust in the Lord, that means conversely, there are certain people who do not trust in the Lord. Trusting in the Lord has its own consequence. Not trusting in the Lord also has its own consequence. So we're going to look at the two categories before we go a little bit deeper. So they that trust in the Lord, they are like Mount Zion or moved by any circumstance which cannot be removed but abided forever. Now let's look at those who do not trust in the Lord. Not trusting in the Lord doesn't mean you don't trust in anything. It means you trust in something else. It's just that that thing you trust in is not the Lord. The Bible says in Psalm 20 verse 7 to 8, Psalm 20 verse 7 to 8, there are certain people who trust in chariots, they trust in horses. Okay, and I, I, I decided to add to the list. Some people trust in chariots that you know they, they trust in their in the in their ability in their strength. Some people trust in their wealth. Some people trust in their bank accounts. They look at that bank account and they see the kind of money there, and they are so wonderful. They are so happy. Say, wow, nothing can shake me. They look at the amount in their bank accounts and say. I don't care what, there's no natural disaster that can get, get my money away. There's so much trust in their wealth. Okay? Some trust in their strength. They are so strong that they feel there's nothing that can actually crush them. They feel so powerful. Their trust is in their strength. Some trust in their wisdom. They just believe that, wow, with the kind of wisdom at work in me, there's nothing they can crush me they trust in their wisdom some trust in their family connections some trust in their so maybe they are connected to the queen they are connected to the kings they are connected to presidents some trust so much in their family connections they are some trust in their good oratory ability they can talk in fact some people when they talk the dead can rise they are so powerful when it comes to speeches some people believe that is their strength and they put their trust in it some trust in their academic achievement achievements by the time you enter their room, by the time you enter where they put all their plaques, all their certificates, you will, you will say, wow, they everywhere is filled up with certificates. They have finished all the book, they've read everything readable, and they say there's no subject, there's no aspect, there's no aspect of education you want to talk about, they have something to say. They are vast, and their trust is in such great academic prowess and achievements. They trust in many things. Some trust in their children. Some trust in their parents. The, the only problem is they don't trust in the Lord. <laughs> okay? So we're looking at the category of those who trust in so many things. Many beautiful, wonderful things. But that is not the Lord. Now, what's the consequence? Like I said in Psalm 20, verse 7 to 8. Psalm 27 to 8. The Bible said, they are brought down and fallen. That's what my Bible says. 
the bible says anyone regardless of how well many regardless of who they are regardless of their status anyone who belongs to the category of those who do not put their trust in the lord they are brought down and falling and the scriptures cannot be broken that's in the bible forever O lord thy word is said to the heaven the bible say anyone who puts their trust in any other thing apart from the lord there is one sure prophecy waiting for them it doesn't matter how great they are it doesn't matter how long it takes they shall eventually be brought down and falling they are crashing they are collapsing that's what the bible says in fact there's a portion of bible that says those who put people should not put their trust in wealth because money can develop wings and fly away you know what that means when something you trust in is flying away you are naked you are you are back to square one all it takes is one wrong financial decision you are back to poverty so you don't he say it's not a matter of uh, uh, I, you know this thing is so powerful this this empire is so great if it's not the lord sooner or later according to psalm 20 verse 7 to 8 they are brought down and falling so i don't need to talk to you i don't need to preach to you about not trusting in something else if you trust in something else you can expect to be brought down and to be falling and that will not be your portion in jesus name so now let's talk about the second category which is the purpose of this episode the second category they that trust in the lord and if you are already trusting in the lord congratulations because you will see something that we encourage you to keep trusting in the lord by the time this episode is over and if you are not yet trusting in the lord you are trusting in something else this episode will provide you with an opportunity you know with kind of an invitation to change camp to cross over and join the category of those who trust in the lord because according to the scriptures we read in psalm 125 verse 1 and this psalm uh, 20 7 to 8 those who trust in the lord the bible said they are risen and stand upright just like the mountains can you see what i'm saying they are risen and they stand upright those who trust in something else they are brought down and falling those who trust in the lord are risen and stand upright just like a mountain unmoved by any circumstance so we are going to be looking at a particular case study to substantiate this particular fact to uh, to support this resurgence so you can see what resurgence principle is all about bouncing back from challenging seasons but you know i've been able to tell you the two categories and the expectation the experiences of the two categories trust in any other thing apart from the lord you are brought down and falling trust in the lord you are risen and stand upright just like the mountains Let's look at Genesis chapter 7. I'm going to read some scriptures to you. There's something very, very important that happened in the Bible that um, that we used to justify this case. Genesis chapter 7. Uh, we read verse 18 to 24. Then now we read Genesis uh, chapter 8. I will read 4 and 5. Or maybe let me do it this way. Let me take Genesis chapter 7. Let me quickly read 11 and 12. Then I'll read 18 to 24. Then we'll go pick it up at uh, Genesis 8, 4 and 5. I'm still using King James Version. I will tell you the verse I'm reading so you can follow. Now, Genesis chapter 7, 
I will read verse 11 and 12. In the sixth hundredth year of Noah's life, in the second month, the seventeenth day of the month, the same day where all the fountains of the great day broken up, and the windows of heaven were opened, and the rain was upon the earth forty days and forty nights. Now, by introduction, that was the time the Lord was going to destroy um, the entire earth. You know, he looked down upon the earth and he saw that everybody was wicked. You know, there was a lot of evil. And the Bible said God regretted that he even created anything else. He wasn't, he wasn't happy that he created man. So he said, okay, the end of all men has come before me. I'm going to destroy everybody with a flood and I'm going to restart. So he looked and he checked and he saw one guy called Noah. He said, hey, Noah is like different from every other person. Noah is still righteous despite all this wickedness, okay? I'm going to save Noah and I'm going to save his family and I'm going to ask him to bring animals male and female into the ark is going to construct a particular ark so i'm going to keep him inside that ark together with uh, the animals and his family so that after the flood i can start a new um, family on earth through noah that was the plan of god okay so noah had constructed the ark everything is fine now the flood that would destroy the whole head was about to come that's what i read to you in verse 11 of chapter 7 in the 600 year of Noah's life, in the second month, the 17th day of the month, the same day where all the fountains, underlying hall, not some, all the fountains of the great deep, they were broken up and the windows of heaven were opened. Every, all the places where water has been kept since the foundation of the world, all the oceans, all the sea, everywhere, all the fountains, the Bible said they broke up, they were released, no more boundary. They were allowed to overflow and the rain was upon the earth 40 days and 40 nights okay now let's go and read verse 18 to 24 and the waters prevailed and were increased greatly upon the earth i'm still in chapter 7 and the ark went upon the face of the waters now the water is everywhere and the ark got suspended verse 19 and the waters prevailed exceedingly upon the earth and all the high hills that were under the whole heaven were covered 15 cubits upward did the waters prevail and the mountains were covered 21 and all flesh died that moved upon the earth both of fowl and of cattle and of beasts and of creep every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth and every man 22 all in whose nose trees was the breath of life of all that was in the dry land died and every living substance was destroyed by i mean which was upon the face of the ground both man and cattle and the creeping things and the fowl of the heaven and they were destroyed from the earth and noah only remained alive and they that were with him in the ark and the waters prevailed upon the earth and 150 days that's what the bible says okay now i will read chapter 8 4 and 5 and the ark rested in the seventh month on the seventeenth day of the month upon the mountains of ararat and the waters decreased continually until the tenth month in the tenth month on the first day of the month were the tops of the mountains seen that is the resurgence principle now let me explain to you the flood had come water had filled everywhere all animals man everybody died everybody perished except for those who were in the earth trees were uprooted all houses collapsed skyscrapers crashed everything the, you know what it means to to have all the fountains broken up the water destroyed everything but like i read to you in verse 19 and 20 
the mountains were not uprooted by the flood. The mountains were not destroyed by the flood. They were only covered. I'm very sure you noticed that. They, every other thing was destroyed, but the mountains were covered. Look at verse 20 again. 15 cubits upward did the waters prevail, and the mountains were covered. As terrible as the flood was, as destructive as the flood was, no mountain was destroyed. What happened to the mountains? They were only covered. Okay? And by the time you now go to Genesis chapter 8, verse 4 and 5, after some time, the water started subsiding and the tops of the mountains were seen. Resurgence. What's the implication of that? <laughs> we said in Psalm 125, verse 1, they that trust in the Lord are compared to mountains which cannot be removed but abide there forever. Every living thing in the flood, every living thing perished in the flood, except those who are in the ark. No mountain was destroyed. They were only covered. They were not uprooted. Okay? And like I said in Genesis 8-5, the tops of the mountain were seen. How does that affect you? When you put your trust in the Lord, it doesn't mean that certain unfavorable circumstances will not come your way. No. Don't get it wrong. It's not an immunity. Just because you put your trust in the Lord does not mean everything will be fine. No. Okay? Just because you put your trust in the Lord doesn't mean certain unfavorable conditions will not come your way. You can still have you can still have problems. That's the truth. There can still be economic recession affecting those who put their trust in the Lord. There can still be, you know, natural disaster. There can be business collapse. There can be marital turbulence. There can be storm. Your, some of your children may just decide to go wayward. The children you have been praying over since they were in your womb, now they have turned 18, they have turned 19, and they are behaving like you are wondering, what's happening? What's happening to me? What's happening to all these children? I've prayed over them. The business you built on righteousness, you have been paying your tithe, you have been sowing seed, suddenly something happened and the business has crashed. You know, something you have built, your empire, your office, one natural disaster happened and everything is shut down. No, You know, certain unfavorable conditions can still happen to you even though you are putting your trust in the Lord. You know what that means? They can cover you, but they can't uproot you. That is the difference. Now, for those who put their trust in something else, you know why they are brought down and they are falling? Because that thing was like a flood that uprooted them. They weren't compared to mountains. But for those who put their trust in the Lord, even though circumstances may cover them, like in Genesis 7.20, okay, circumstances may cover them, the, 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 the waters may actually cover them. But they are still there. <laughs> they are still there. By the time you get to the Genesis chapter 8 verse 5, the tops of your mountain will be seen again. You know the meaning of that? When the economic recession is over, you will resurface. When the battle is over concerning your children, when everything you have done, you have prayed, these children are misbehaving, is just you are just being covered. 
as soon as that season passes, you will see your children turning around again. Those who put their trust in the Lord may be covered, but they cannot be uprooted. Their tops shall be seen again. When the battle is over, when the flood goes down, when everything has been said and done, resurgence principle, you are bouncing back from the unfavorable circumstance. You are bouncing back from the challenging season. That is the way it is. That is the way it is. That's the confidence of putting your trust in the Lord. So don't think because you put your trust in the Lord, then certain things are happening. Say, hey, why is, why is this happening to me? No, things will happen. That's the way it is. There is no immunity as long as you are on this earth. In fact, Jesus said, all right, on this planet, you will have tribulations. It's not you may. You will have tribulations, but be of good chase. I've overcome the world. So Jesus is saying, no, don't, don't think there, there, everything will be fine there will be issues. There will be circumstances that will be so frustrating. You'll be wondering what's happening to me. But just say, calm down. Just be of good chest. The tops of your mountains will be seen again. You are resurfacing. That is the testimony and the benefit of those who put their trust in the Lord. That's why I decided to use that case study uh, that case study for you. Don't forget, go back and read it very well. Everything was destroyed. Everything was uprooted except mountains. Mountains were only covered. The the water remained for 150 days. It doesn't matter. The mountain remained covered for days. It doesn't matter. After some time, the mountains were seen again. As a matter of fact, the ark rested on Mount Ararat. Even the ark itself had to sit down, had to rest on a mountain that survived the flood. That is the testimony of those who put their trust in the Lord. So, I will recommend, don't wait until the flood comes before you begin to put your trust in the Lord. Don't wait until disaster strike before you begin to put your trust in the Lord. Put your trust in the Lord now so that by the time these situations arise, you can be confident that you are coming out. I can't begin to tell you several testimonies regarding this. It doesn't matter. The, the, the worst case scenario, the worst thing that can happen to anybody that puts their trust in the Lord is just they will be covered for a moment. But according to the resurgence principle, which is a law in the realm of the spirit, the tops of your mountains will be seen again. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 10 verse 11. Romans chapter 10 verse 11, according to the New Living Translation says, Anyone who trusts in the Lord, anyone who trusts in him will never be disgraced. You want to escape shame, put your trust in the Lord. There is no one who trusts in the Lord that can be put to shame. It's not possible. You can't be put to shame. So when you put your trust in the Lord, you have automatically escaped disgrace. You have automatically escaped shame. The Bible says so. Romans 10, 11. No one who puts their trust in him will ever be disgraced. That's what the word of the Lord says. Hallelujah. So the next question will now be, okay, now I have I have heard about the categories. Now there are some people who don't trust in the Lord. They trust in something else. Um, and when disaster strikes, they are falling. They are brought down. You know, they can't even rise. But for those who put their trust in the Lord, they can only be covered. But the tops of their mountain will be seen again. They can't be uprooted. No disaster, no flood can wipe them out. They are coming back. They are resurfacing. And most times when they resurface, they even resurface far better than the way they were. Okay? Now, how do I put my trust in the Lord? How do you know that your trust in the Lord? What, what, how are you going to know that, okay, my trust is in the Lord? There's one thing that you can use to understand, to I mean, to get this particular fact, to test yourself if you are really putting your trust in the Lord. 
because to actually trust in the Lord means to depend entirely on the integrity of his nature and his word regardless of how contrary circumstances look okay depending on the integrity of God's nature and God's word regardless of how contrary circumstances look if you don't believe me ask Abraham Abraham was 100 years Sarah was 90 God told them he was going to give them a baby at 90 Sarah was still expecting that is that's that's that has gone beyond faith the bible said they were fully persuaded that's trust trust is the highest form of faith job said even though he slay at me yet will i trust in him you know what that means job said let god be cutting my neck like this i will still trust in him that's the highest form of faith trust that's reckless abandon you have like abandoned look at those hebrew children in, in daniel's they were not going to bow down to the golden image set up by the king. And they said they were going to throw them into the fire. Listen to what they said. They said, King, we are not even afraid to answer in this matter. Throw us into that fire. The God we serve, we bail us out. And even if he doesn't, we would rather burn than serve your gods. Ah, look at that level. So they were like saying, God that we serve, we know him. Is going to bring God, is going to deliver us from your fire. And peradventure, he chooses not to. We still trust him enough to burn to ashes than to bow down to your gods. And when you talk like that before my father, he usually sends the fourth man to appear in the fire. You can't talk like that and God will allow you to burn. No, it's not possible. Esther said, if I perish, I perish. He didn't perish. Those who talk like that, they are telling God, I am, I'm, in fact, I've abandoned myself to you. I'm at your mercy. It's either you do it or it cannot or it will never be done. When God sees your heart that is that resolute, when God sees that kind of heart that you are fully surrendered to him, no alternative, no plan B, is it that God or nothing else? Your fruitfulness, Lord, is it that you give me a baby or I die barren? There's no assistance, there's no let's go and meet one man somewhere in one village, there's no let us plug one or two things together. Lord, is it that you cause my womb to carry babies or I die barren? Is it that you prosper me or I die in poverty? Is it that you bless me or I die without bless? You know, you are when you don't have alternative, when there's no plan B, when God says that this guy is totally dependent on me, he arises. And that's why the Bible said those who put their trust in him can never be put to shame. David was standing before Goliath and said, The God I serve will deliver you, Goliath, into my hands. I'm going to cut off your head. That boy did not have any sword. That boy has never killed any Goliath before. As he was talking like that, he was expressing his trust in the God of Israel. No wonder God had to hold the head of Goliath in shape for the stone David shot to penetrate right into his forehead. When you talk like that, God arises and the tops of your mountains, they become seen again. Praise Jesus. So it's very, very important to trust in the Lord. No plan B, no alternative. Is it that God or nothing? And that depends, I mean, that, that is depending on the integrity of the word of God and his nature. David said, the Lord who delivered me from the bear, the Lord who delivered me from the lion, will deliver me from this Goliath. That's the integrity of God. 
you know you are you know him he is the almighty god he has never failed before he had to come into the fire to stay with the three hebrew children and they were right inside the fire and they there was no smoke no fire touched there but they came out their clothes everything was still fine that is the god i serve when you put your trust in him circumstances may cover you situations may cover you don't be afraid things may go wrong don't be afraid it's a matter of time the tops of your mountains shall be seen again you are bouncing back from that challenging season hallelujah so put your trust in the lord what do you what have you found in the word of god what has god said concerning your health believe it hold on unto it but I'm still having symptoms. Don't worry. That is being covered. Okay? It's a matter of time. Your health will be seen again. Okay? What has God said concerning your finances? Hold on unto it. But I'm having lack. I can't eat. No provision. I'm, I'm, debts, I'm having debts. My bills are not being paid. Your mountains are only being covered temporarily. Keep trusting the Lord. Remember those who trust Him, they are risen and they stand upright. The tops of your mountain will be seen again. You built a business and maybe there was a there's this pandemic has crashed your business no customer again you are wondering what's the future what's going to happen to me if you're trusting the lord don't worry your mountains are only being covered temporarily the tops of your mountains will be seen again in the mighty name of jesus that's exactly what's going to be your experience so put your trust in the lord read the word of god get his promises what has he said concerning your life what has he said concerning your children what has he said concerning your family what has he said concerning your health hold on unto it regardless of the contrary circumstances hold on unto it don't let anything cause you to to me to waver don't be like peter who saw the wind and he saw everything where the wind was so boisterous and he decided to look away from you. Don't do that. He started sinking. Don't do that. Look up to Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith. Let your trust be in him. Don't shift your gaze. The mountains may only be covered. It's a matter of time. The tops of your mountains will be seen again. Hallelujah. So regardless of how contrite, you know, remember Lazarus, before jesus showed up lazarus already died hopeless the case of lazarus was hopeless right but jesus he showed up and lazarus came forth it might look hopeless now but jesus is on his way by the time he shows up the tops of your mountain will be seen again psalm 56 verse 3 psalm 56 verse 3 says what time i'm afraid i will trust in thee so not, not that fear will not come i know what i'm talking about you will be afraid fear will come sometimes you wonder am i sure i'm not stupid why am i still trusting the lord when this thing is getting worse you know many many things will come like fear the bible says, when that happens to you psalm 56 verse 3 what time i am afraid i will trust in the lord when you are afraid increase your trust <laughs> increase your trust in the lord grab your bible rehearse the promises pray you know just tell yourself what the lord has said increase your confidence in his word as you keep doing that the tops of your mountain will be seen again and that's going to be your testimony in the mighty name of jesus so on that note i would like to invite those of us who have not surrendered their lives to jesus christ to come and surrender now in fact that's the that's the first step you can begin to talk about trusting in the lord when you have not surrendered your life to jesus now i surrender my life to jesus christ because i believe he can undo my life better than the way i will undo it and in fact, the way he's handling my life is very beautiful. There's no way I would have done it the way he's doing it. 
okay so if you surrender your life to jesus christ you are saying lord i i prefer your own leadership i prefer your government take care of my life better than the way i would have taken care of it so when you surrender your life to jesus that means you trust him to undo your life properly that's the way it is so that's the very first step of trusting in the lord so if you have not surrendered your life to jesus christ this is an opportunity for you to do that for this resurgence principle to begin to happen in your life for you to begin to bounce back from all manners of challenging seasons okay so if you are taking that decision now i would like you to just uh, bow down your heads wherever you are and you say these prayers after me say lord jesus i am a sinner i cannot help myself and that's why i need your salvation please come into my life today wash away all my sins and set me free from every form of bondage that sin has attracted into my life i confess you as my lord and savior today write my name in the book of life and help me to live for you from today onward thank you jesus for saving me amen let us pray my father and my god i thank you for the lives of these your children thank you so much for the revelation of your word today thanks for revealing this principle to us and thank you for the privilege to be able to trust in you lord accept our thanks in the name of jesus father lord i pray for this your children who have decided to trust in you by taking the first step of surrendering their lives to you lord i pray that as they have surrendered their lives to you we accept them in the beloved you will wash away all their sins every handwriting of iniquity in their lives you will wash it away you will apply the precious blood of jesus and take away wash away every sin even in their record in the mighty name of jesus i pray you will write their names in the book of life in the mighty name of jesus i pray you will give them a new garment of righteousness you will empower these ones to live holy lives in the name of jesus and because they have decided to put their trust in you lay them also become like mount zion that cannot be removed but that abided forever in the name of jesus and for every one of these your children who have listened to this episode today the word of god says those who put their trust in the lord cannot be disgraced so i demand everything that represents disgrace and shame in your lives today they are eradicated in the mighty name of jesus as you keep putting your trust in the lord in every area of your lives i demand by the power in the name of jesus shame shall be far away from you in the name of jesus those of my listeners who are like mountains that have been covered by the flood already this moment i activate this resurgence principle let the tops of their mountains be seen again in the name of jesus let the tops of their mountains be seen again in the name of jesus let the tops of their mountains be seen again let these ones come out of these circumstances stronger in the name of jesus father let these ones begin to experience ability to bounce back from challenging seasons in the name of jesus the bible said the lord changes times and season this moment i demand let your season of favor begin in the name of jesus i change your season from the season of being covered to the season of resurfacing in the name of jesus by reason of you listening to this episode no flood shall uproot you in the name of jesus no disaster shall see your hand in the name of jesus you are bouncing back from every challenging circumstance in the mighty name of jesus father thank you because this is settled we return all the glory to you in jesus mighty name we have prayed amen praise the name of the lord 
if you said that prayer uh, of salvation for those of us who surrendered our life to jesus christ i want to say congratulations to you now you are born again you know you have put your trust in the lord and you can now relax that there's nothing that can uproot your mountain okay the power of satan is broken over your life and the power of sin is destroyed over your life praise the name of the lord so now that you are saved you you definitely need to learn more about jesus you know you have just been introduced into a new kingdom it's called the kingdom of god so you need to learn more about jesus christ in order to grow in his grace you know in order to begin to understand more principles how to you know learn how to walk with the lord in holiness there is a lot to know about sanctification about consecration about how to live your life for him even in this kind of perverse world so we are willing to walk between that journey so if you send us an email through info at gloem.org, that's info at gloem.org, info at gloem.org. We'll be glad to send you our Welcome to God's Family material, uh, which will help you grow and remain steadfast in this new life. That, the material will guide you on things you, begin to, things you need to begin to do and things that you need to know so that you can remain steadfast in this new life. So you send us our email, we'll be willing to send you the material. And uh, it's also important for you to you know begin to associate with the community of god's people you know this race this christian race you can't run it in isolation we need one another that's why i would like to invite you to join um, other believers in um, in an online bible study it's a it's a fellowship we have every sunday 7 to 8 p.m mountain time so the way it works is actually an online uh, bible study and prayer meeting uh, we use zoom application so you can download zoom on your uh, phone you know android i um what's it called um, iphone you know your laptop just download zoom and uh, you send us an email to the email i dictated email address i dictated earlier we'll be able to send you the link to the uh, meeting room so every sunday 7 to 8 p.m mountain time you can go online and check what mountain time is in your own time zone so you can know the equivalence of 7 to 8 in your own time zone just send us the email we'll send you the link you come online you meet other believers we learn at the feet of jesus you have opportunities to ask your questions to make your contributions it's a very wonderful life uh, people who have been part of the fellowship have been they have been enjoying themselves in god's presence you know so uh you are invited to join uh, to join us in that regard so that we can all grow together and know the Lord together. And to learn also, uh, to learn more about this ministry, you can easily visit our website at uh, www.gloem.org. That's www.gloem.org. On that website, you find wonderful, helpful resources. Uh, our publications, our book titles, everything you need, blogs, all manners of information that can make your spirit man robust when you consume them. They are all there. And you can also like our Facebook page at gloem.org, at gloem.org. Um, we, we post daily meditation every day, 365 days a year. There is no day that the word of God is not shared via that particular Facebook page. So when you like that page and you follow us, you'll be able to get, I mean, have access to the word of God that you can meditate on for 24 hours every day. The word of God is being dished out there. You can take advantage of that. And the Lord will bless you as you do that. Also tell more people about this podcast. You can share it. There's no copyright on it. Share it to anybody you want to share it to post on your social media wall. You know, let more people know about this thing so that we can have more people enjoying the benefit of knowing Jesus. And as you do that, the Lord will bless you mightily in the mighty name of Jesus. So thank you so much for listening to this uh, week's episode. 
uh next week will be another time we'll be back next week with another fresh episode if the lord has not returned and like i always say if he returns before we gather then he will not leave us behind we'll just continue the fellowship in his presence in heaven so till we meet again keep enjoying your freedom in christ jesus god bless you bye